Hold on to me as we go As we roll down this unfamiliar road And although this wave is stringing us along Just know you're not alone I'm gonna make this place your home. Good morning, Hamilton. This is Rob Golfie with Remax Escarpment, the Golfie team. Welcome to the Hamilton Real Estate Show with Rick Zamfran. Yes, good morning, Rob Golfie in studio. Special guest today, Jennifer Dreho, Monique McKay, and uh, they're also sales representatives with the Golfie team. My name is Rick Zamfran, and today we're going to talk about a host of topics, including what's happening today in the market. We'll get to Ontario uh, helping some first-time home buyers. Uh, we'll also touch on hidden cameras and uh, some mistakes of buying a flip. Apparently, there's a story to tell, and I'm sure that the two young ladies are going to help us out. Maybe it's Rob's story. I don't know. We'll we'll find that uh, uh, interesting later on in the show, and we'll also touch on uh, what's in store for Hamilton investors in 2017. Have a question for Rob? You can send your question to questions at robgolfie.com, questions at robgolfie.com, the website, robgolfie.com, that's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com, 905-575-7700 is the phone number. 905-575-7700 and he's all over Instagram and Twitter at Rob Golfie. check him out on Facebook as well how are you this morning great Excellent. how you doing not too bad so how's the uh, how's the market doing market is still strong and solid mm-hmm. it uh it just c- continues, and we know, uh, you know, October uh, was a record month, uh, and uh, it, it doesn't seem to stop. I mean, our sales are strong, and and uh, we're 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 on track of my goals for uh, selling homes and uh, ahead of last year, but uh, it's just low inventory mm-hmm. and. And I guess, like Jennifer said, the weather's fantastic. Yeah, the weather's really nice. And because it's still warm, people still want to get out there, do open houses, Mm -hmm. and uh, check and see what's out there. It has been unseasonably warm. Like, you know, mid-teens for mid-November is absolutely amazing. Um, You mentioned open houses and people wanting to, uh, you know, maybe put their home up for sale because they they see the weather, they see the hot markets, and, and they're probably going that route, right? Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So right now we're dealing uh, with uh, a lot of people that um, f- they're looking first and they see the house that they like mm-hmm. and then they're, pu- they're putting their house up for sale. Um, and so it's getting people outside now, you know what I mean? Like, 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 like the open houses, it definitely, that's yeah. going to make it strong. And I-, I remember last year we had great weather right up until Christmas Eve. Uh-huh. I, I had a listing out in Ancaster, and they had their pool open on Christmas Day. We didn't what? have, yeah, we didn't have any snow until <laughs> after Christmas last yeah. year. So, yeah, the market was strong. Yeah, some yeah. people actually keep their pools heated. I mean, obviously, yeah. they've got uh, unlimited amounts of money to heat. Yeah, an they're they're pool. hardcore swimmers. Yeah, or, or entertainers. <laughs> or or they or sometimes like I know sometimes uh, Thanksgiving a lot of people keep the yeah. pool open till then. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like uh, like October. It's a good selling feature too. I mean, it's mm-hmm. hard to sell a house with a pool in the winter time, right. but. I mean, yeah. if it's still open and it looks good, then why not, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you have a pool and your house is on the market, um, and it's this time of the year, it, does it make sense to keep it open as opposed to covering it and you know not showcasing the highlights of you know I, I have this great pool? Well, it definitely looks better. Yeah. Um, it helps. It's a selling feature for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, when it's all covered up and full of leaves, it doesn't mm-hmm. look quite as attractive. Mm-hmm. I swear, there's a pool under. <laughs> well, and I, I actually uh, found out somebody I know. 
uh, she bought a house in the wintertime, and it was all covered in snow. She bought a house with a pool, and she didn't even know it. I don't no. know how all that happened. It wasn't like oh my gosh. listed in the house. <laughs> Apparently, the agent forgot to list the pool. I don't know how that Surprise. happened. Surprise! Well, wow. sure. well, well, yeah, exactly. It's hard to uh, like buyers want to be able to inspect the pool, yeah. right? If it's all covered, then you can't really see um, until it's open in the following year, right? right? So, um, yeah, it, it is. T- it it, it yeah. is tough. The, sometimes uh, when uh, during in the middle of winter with all the snow around. Uh, and we are putting an offer on a house uh, that has a pool. Mm-hmm. Uh, we put a condition in there that um, they, uh, when they open up the uh, pool by this date, uh, they have one week to mm-hmm. come back and say, uh, you know, if there's any problems with it. Right. I don't like those conditions as representing the seller. Uh, we we do warrant. We'll say to the buyer, we're warranting the pool was closed by a professional. Like so, if you do have a house. And you have a pool and you're closing it and you know you're going to put it up for sale. Mm. Get a, uh, a, a, a company to close it and get all the paperwork for it. Um, so then you can show the paperwork that mm. everything was operating and working uh, when you put the pool, uh, close the pool. So mm. does that does that pool company give you a certificate to say, hey, the, you know, there was no issues here? Uh, well, you you can ask fine. for it, but you get a bill of sale and, okay. and everything yeah. was good. Uh, and things happen over the winter. Like, like usually, uh, like pool pumps, they'll last seven. If it's outside, it, like uh, they'll last seven years mm-hmm. and, and, and filters and stuff like that. Uh, depending on the heater, but sometimes you know everything worked fine for the 2016 season, right? And then uh, everything spring. closed fine; it was great. And then 2017, yeah. nothing's working. Yeah. And, and, who, and who knows what kind of creatures you have like lingering around True. the pool? You know, sometimes mm. they get in the pool filters. <laughs> you, you open it up in the springtime, and who knows what's lurking yeah. oh, in yeah. there? <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Now, this person who discovered their pool uh, was this a pleasant surprise, or were they not really wanting a pool? Uh, I think it was a little bit of both. Okay. I I think after you know knowing it's there, what do you do? I mean, certainly you could go after the agent. Yeah, but because uh, there was an added expense with a pool, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, or it could have been a bonus. It could have been a bonus, know, right? Yeah. A lot of people when they're looking for a house, um, they uh, they're not um, they're, they're not really looking for a house with a pool. Like so, when when somebody's uh, and but the person there's there's people out there looking for a house with a pool, but they never seem to find it. Right. Mm-hmm. It's it's never that it's never the right house. Right. Mm-hmm. So. But a lot of times, like when I put a house up for sale, uh, if it's just a medium, you know, five hundred, four hundred thousand dollar house, three hundred thousand dollar house, I do not put uh, on the sign in front of the house that it has a pool. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, if you are a buyer and you're looking for a house with a pool, you'll click on the on the computer and say, "I'm looking for a house with a pool." It'll show up. But sometimes, if you put the pool sign in front of the house people deter from looking at that house. Mm -hmm. Most buyers that buy a house with a pool weren't looking for a house with a pool. Mm -hmm. So a lot of them sort of go, you know what, we can live with this. Mm -hmm. So like more luxury homes, I have no problem putting pool because those kind of homes, they're looking for, you know, either to put one in or to have one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Would you say most people don't want a pool? Um, at, at first, yes. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. They don't want a pool, but if the house shows well and they fall in love with the house mm-hmm. and they're kind of going, well, you know, it's like, uh, we'll go with it. It's yeah. like, yeah. you know, it's like, uh, if you have a kid and it's going like the, the cherry on top of the sun, you really yeah. don't like their, you know, boyfriend, girl, well, okay, I guess we have to get yeah. used to this person. <laughs> <laughs> they can be a, a, a lot of work, right? Yeah. And, yeah. um, and especially with little kids and toddlers, a lot of yep. the moms and dads, yeah. they don't like it. It's just a danger for them. Sure. There's security issues. Yeah. 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 Especially if they didn't grow up with a pool they yeah. get, they, they're, they're terrified yeah yeah they're yeah. just not sure how the, how the whole thing works um a lot of people will even fill them in yes wow. we have so, that done yeah a, good, a great like 
a lot of people yeah they'll come in you know start filling it up with uh, so they like the house so much yeah they don't want the house but they don't want the pool yeah a big waste of money yeah yeah and then then when it resells again somebody wants to put the pool (laughs) (laughs) all right let's move on to our uh, next topic here ontario helping first-time home buyers so what's going on here so they announced uh the ontario government announced that they are going to, I guess, uh, give a, a tax, rebate. a rebate yeah. of, uh, was it, is it up to $4,000? $4,000. Yeah. $4, so that equals to a house that's valued at 368000 is it? Or more. Um, so of, of, um, of land transfer tax, mm-hmm. which is a great thing because especially for first-time buyers, um, on closing date, it's always a nightmare because you think, okay, you got your 5% down, yeah. you got your legal fees, and then you got the land transfer fees, and then all of a sudden the lawyer says, uh, okay, so let's say that equals, uh, you know, with all your deposits and everything, uh, $12,000, right? So you calculate it, okay, I, I'm, like you're scrambling to have $12,000 mm-hmm. on closing date. So then a lawyer calls you up two days before closing. We need fifteen thousand. <laughs> oh my goodness! So I tell you, and so they're scrambling mm-hmm. for three thousand dollars from family and friends to yeah. make sure they can close the deal. But that land transfer tax definitely uh, will make a huge difference. Mm. Now I don't know in Toronto they doubled it. Does that mean do they get a double credit? But mm. that will mean uh, that'll mean more uh, GTA buyers will probably come out this way. Yeah, and with the mm. new uh, stress test that had just come out, it sort of balances it out in another way. You know, right. it, you mm. know, it's difficult in the beginning to get uh, the deposit and everything like that. So hopefully, this will help uh, with the first-time buyers, mm-hmm. and I'll kind of balance out the market again. Yeah. Is that a big enough jump? You know, two thousand to four thousand. I mean, doubling that that rebate is uh, that going to entice maybe more first-time home buyers to jump in? Um, I don't know if it entices. It just makes it easier to close right. the deal. Um, like it just, um, it, you know, like that 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 makes a huge difference on closing date because you know what closing closing date when you're you know taking keys for uh, your home, um, it, it's it's a stressful day sure. because you're moving and everything, and then if you have to, you know, and it makes a big difference on on the credit there. There's no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Like it just it, it it really helps. I remember when I was younger and and I you know and, and I'm telling the story. You know, it's always more than you think it is, and you and you think you got the math down. Perfect. Yeah. Like you know, you know, and then all of a sudden the lawyer always says it's more money. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. Have yeah. you experienced that many times? Yes. <laughs> yes. So, so that will definitely help. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, it just it'll it'll make it easier. And and yeah, probably bring you know a little bit more buyers. The GTA buyers will definitely come because it, it, there's more an incentive. Sure. I mean. Uh, the land transfer tax out there is double yeah. mm-hmm. than it is here, and they were mm-hmm. trying to implement that in Ontario, all Ontario, right. yeah. and they kiboshed that like uh, like there's no way. Like, Thanks to realtors, we yeah, yeah, <laughs> got together yeah. and uh, we, lobbied uh, to not have that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, in terms of those GTA buyers coming over here and, and being more uh, enticing, are we seeing more first time home buyers from the GTA? Because they're looking Absolutely. at our prices. Yeah, I yeah. definitely we're, see that. Yeah. We're just m- way more affordable, yeah. right? And um, I compare like Hamilton to uh, the Brooklyn to New York, right? So we're the in very close proximity to Toronto, but mm-hmm. we have that metropolitan feel. So yeah. for people coming from Toronto, this is a very attractive place to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and regarding the closing costs, the, you know, the two thousand, four thousand, you get that money back after. You foot the bill, so to speak. No, do you no, get the rebate back? No, they, so, okay. it's credited. So, like, okay. so you're supposed to pay that on closing day. Right. Well, now you don't pay it. It's okay. just yeah, like they say it's a credit, but it, uh, you just the just lawyer does the adjustments the and 
and it, and it's a credit. So okay. yeah. So. Uh, we got a couple minutes left in this segment. Let's uh, start our conversation. I think it's going to probably last a little more than a couple minutes. But hidden cameras reveal Toronto agents. What's what's going on here? <laughs> well, yeah, that was uh, that came out of nowhere, and and it's actually good because um, there's a lot of uh, you know I mean th- there's bad apples in every basket yeah. of apples, and you know like you got you know there's always small group of bad lawyers, bad realtors, bad doctors, yep. there's construction always, workers, yeah, teachers, every, every, yeah. everyone. So um, what it is is um, uh, realtors are making uh, deals with people saying, if you buy it through me, I guarantee you'll get the house. Like if, if, if the agent has the house listed mm-hmm. and now there's multiple offers on it, right? So let's say um, there's a house on Main Street for sale. Okay. It's listed at 400000 And uh, so the agent that has it listed uh, you know, all agents are showing the house, and now he set a, a, a date for uh, offers to be submitted. So the agent will go, you know, that's showing the house themselves. Say, hey, listen, if you come, if you do buy it through me, I'm gonna, I'll make sure you get the house, hmm. right? Because the agent will probably make double the commission because they, there's always a selling end and the listing end, right? And uh, so what's happening there is the agents being. Um, What's what's the word? Shady. 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 Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Underhanded. Yeah, underhandedly. Uh, but isn't there a conflict of interest there? Th- well, there is. Th- there is. Yeah. That's why there's always lot more lawsuits on uh, on agents uh, b- uh, double ending deals. Um, so let's say I come in with an offer on this house on Main Street mm-hmm. for four hundred and twenty five thousand, right? And pretty well, I beat everybody. But then there's the one last offer, the agent that has the house listed. She gets to read my offer, right. mm. and then she can go to the other people and say, hey, Rob, you can get this for four or twenty six. It's unethical. That's what it is. It's not fair to yeah. everybody else who, yeah. who's offering you know on this property. So. Too, we get the buyer that comes in, and they wants to deal with the listing agent because that's what he thinks he's going to get a deal. Right. And mm-hmm. so it happens all the time. Uh, so... So it's it's a very precarious situation, and you really have to watch and everything. It, yeah, it, it's it's not um, it, that's a lot of lawsuits happen when the agent lists and sells. A lot of lawsuits happen, mm. and actually in Hamilton, uh, I, I was talking to my broker about this, and I says, "What what's the board average of agents uh, listing and selling?" And it, I think it was eleven or twelve percent, which wow. is which is in Toronto. I think it was about the same, and, but the agents. So now what they did is they went after agents. Their average was high, so the one agent they went after, they were like thirty to forty percent. That's oh, that is abnormal numbers. Wow. Mm-hmm. Those are abnormal numbers. So they put hidden cameras on these people. Say, hey, why are these guys doing more than others? And mm-hmm. they found out they mm-hmm. were playing, manipulating, they're manipulating mm-hmm. and and doing shady deals. Um, a lot of times when uh, we let's say I'm representing the seller and we do have our own offer. And we have five other offers. I, it, it's I hate it because um, I don't want the other agents to think that if we do get it. Sometimes I I, I hope we don't get it, but mm-hmm. but I mean we're trying to represent our buyer too. So what we do is we email our offer to the broker before the presentation, okay. so that if there's any questions of us, you know, somebody says, "Oh, listen, you saw my offer because right. your offer was only a thousand dollars or higher than mine." I'll just say, "Look, I emailed my offer." Uh, half an hour before mm-hmm. the offer presentation, my broker's got it, so it legitimizes everything. Right. And and I feel comfortable about yeah. that because you know <clears throat> we want to keep a good reputation not only with the public but with right. other realtors. Mm-hmm. I I had a situation where I was representing the buyer in multiple representation. I don't know if you remember this, Rob, and you actually had told me to call 
the brokers and submit my offer um, to them and have the agent submit his offer as well. Yeah. Um, because, well, he did end up double-ending it, but we weren't allowed to present our offers in person. They had to be emailed, mm-hmm. which was, you know, yeah. really not fair. No, so. it isn't. It isn't. Sometimes if I'm representing the buyer and it's another agent's listing, I'll sit, if, if I can present, if I'm sitting there and I know the other agent's got an offer, you as a homeowner are gonna, like are anxious to see what this offer sure. is. Yeah. I'm not lifting it. I'm saying, you know what? You're going to have to uh, show your offer. <laughs> it's almost uh, like a game of chicken. Well, yeah, it is because now the homeowner, you kind of put the homeowner, he's going to say to his agent, yeah, like it, I want to see this right. offer from Golfie. Because yeah. he, he's, otherwise I'm not going to show it. And so I want to see what his offer is, just the number, mm-hmm. so that there's no, uh, you know, uh, underhandedness. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and agents sometimes hate that because if there is a little bit of underhandedness <laughs> going on, they do not well, want to ex- show. They'll it. be exposed right mm-hmm. away, right? Yeah, yes. they, they, yeah, yeah, it'll be exposed right away. So we, we know those agents out there that do that kind of thing, and uh, we just, you know, we want to make sure that everybody's above board mm-hmm. on everything. Mm-hmm. All right, good stuff. When we come back, uh, lots more to talk about in terms of uh, what's happening here in the local real estate market, including should you buy a home from relatives privately. That and a whole lot more is coming up next on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. Welcome back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio with Rob Golfie, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. Our special guests today in studio, Jennifer Dreho and Monique McKay from the Golfie team. We're talking about uh, the market, RBC increasing uh, fixed mortgage rates, which uh, we'll get into a little later on in the show. I know they've uh, increased uh, some percentage points, which is uh, probably uh, inevitable. Um, Ontario uh, helping first-time home buyers, and uh, we just got done. Uh, with a, a thrilling conversation on uh, hidden cameras revealing some shady workings in the uh, Toronto uh, realty sector. Uh, should you buy a home from relatives privately? Um, yes and no. Okay, <laughs> there's, a, there's a good and a bad. Depends if there's uh, greed or uh, uh, or <laughs> shadiness going on. Uh, uh, if you trust your parents, which everybody does, well. <laughs> they don't question their parents. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I don't know. So, don't trust anybody. So, so, true, so true, true story. True story. Um, th- this co- young couple, they're not married yet. They're, they're, they're living together. And they, they bought this house uh, a few months ago. So anyway, they're, they're planning on flipping it. But I'm going to get to that story shortly. Okay. So anyway, um, they bought uh, the, the girl's parents' house. And so the girl's parents had some agent in, and uh, I guess, and, and they gave him a price of four hundred thousand dollars on this bungalow. Uh, and um, so they, and they, so they told their kids, "This is a super deal we're giving you," you know, like you know all this kind of stuff. So they jumped on it, right? Mm-hmm. They're believing. Okay, so they called me, and they, and they just questioned, "Hey, Rob, you know, um, you know, this house we're buying, like, uh, what's the value of it?" and and I said, well, I said, so I looked it up on the system. I saw the photograph of the house on the outside. It was a bungalow, three-bedroom bungalow, uh, nice area. So then I, I said, okay, let me see if I can find any other ones that sold in the immediate area and, or even on the same street. So there was another bungalow mm-hmm. that sold uh, on the same street, same side of the street, not that far up, that sold for, I think, just under 400 I think it was like 390 or something like that. And it was completely updated, you know, beautiful kitchens, bathrooms, and uh, new flooring. Um, so anyway, and I said, well, describe the house that you're buying off your parents. Well, it's 
you know, they say it still has pink tile <laughs> in the bathroom and nothing's been updated. Right. And I'm going, okay. Um, you got ripped off. So I, I, said, I, said, I said, did you, uh, um, like, when do you close on it? And they go, very soon. I go, well, here's one way you can get out of the deal if you want with your parents. I, so I said, why don't you get an appraiser? Go in, appraise it, and it's you know it costs you four hundred dollars, mm. and uh, and then when you go for the financing, just tell your tell the parents that the bank wouldn't li- live lend you the money up to that amount of money up to that four hundred, right, right. and you know so you're you know kind of legitimizing everything, and uh, so it's not like you're going back and changing the deal. You're going back saying, hey, listen, the banks will not give me the money. Mm-hmm. Uh, to uh, to finance this at that price because they don't feel the value's there. Right. That's one way of doing it. But you know what? It's always good to get a second opinion. I'm telling you, like there's like I know there's so many realtors out there, and the average realtor only sells four homes on our real estate board. So you don't want that one to to be giving you advice. I'm you know like I, I I'm not. You know, I mean, it's hard. Like, I do this full time. There's a lot of realtors, uh, you know, they're working at, uh, you know, Stelco or whatever, uh, U.S. Steel or, you know, they're car salesmen. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, this is a sideline for them. So they're not in tuned with the market as right. much as a full time agent is. Mm-hmm. But, but again, you know what? That's a situation that happened, you know, with a mother, uh, the parents of, and a daughter and, and, and future son in law, possibly. And and I'm sure it's happened to you know people are selling houses to their brothers, their sisters, their aunts and uncles and now nephews. Did, did they get out of the deal? Were they able to get? Well, well, I was supposed to list the house that they bought this house from this agent they only met in with in one week, mm. and so they were going to sell, flip that, sell it to buy the parents' house. Okay. So I go to uh, to do the evaluation, and I'm like, you know, and I had Philip on my team. Uh, my son Philip with me, and, I, and and you know, and he knows these people. Like they're, they're like you know friends in a circle of friends of uh, of people that he knows. And I, I said to Philip, I go, they're not going to like what I'm going to say, I, but I, but I'm not doing my job if I don't tell the sure. truth, right? right. Yeah. So first of all, they bought the house too much money. They paid three hundred twenty-two thousand for it, which they shouldn't have. Hmm. And so their agent said that they can buy this house for three, uh, flip it for three hundred seventy-nine thousand. So there was a fifty thousand uh, dollar spread there. Right. So I go do the evaluation. There is nothing, nothing in the area that even remotely sold close to three seventy-nine. And and there was only one, and it was a bungalow. This was a three-level side split. Bungalows have a tendency of getting good money, and it was an updated bungalow. Mm. And uh, and I said to him, I go, I, I'm gonna be straight with you. Like we can put it at three seventy nine nine if you want, like, but I'm gonna tell you that you're probably not gonna, you know, you're gonna have to reduce it. Right. So it's your choice. He goes, no, Rob, just you know. So and I said, you know, after today I leave here, you know, all your relatives that are real estate that have have a don't have a license are gonna tell you all the <laughs> advice, right? <laughs> your friends and family, I says, they're all yeah. gonna give it give you advice. More like, and they know, and obviously they know the real estate market because they got their license, sure, right? Sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, because and I said to my son, I, I walked out of there. They're not. They signed an agreement to, to list. I said they're going to cancel this. They're not going to go for it really? because they're going to talk to everybody. Yeah, and uh, and they're and he, and he goes really. I go yeah because I, I, I've done this thousands of times. I know that I know the reaction. Mm-hmm. So uh, they called. Uh, I think within two days. And they did say that they're going to try to probably rent it, and and if they listed it, I mean, it just, I don't know what they're going to do, but mm. uh, but so what, I, what was the number that you came up with? That wasn't quite three seventy nine. Well, he bought it for three twenty two. Right. 
I said on the high end at three fifty, but they won't get three fifty. I said you're going to get somewhere probably in the three thirty three, right. you know, three forty if you're lucky. Yeah. Like he overpaid for it. Like he shouldn't have paid over three hundred for it. Right. So this agent wasn't thinking of him. She he, she was, or I'm not sure if it was a she or he, but they, this agent was thinking of themselves, just getting this deal done yeah. and walking away, like a one hit wonder for this this agent. So yeah. people, be careful out you there. You have to do a lot of research when it comes to working with flippers, right? You have to make sure that uh, they're not overpaying, that there's going to be a, um, a room. There's yeah, there to make exactly, yeah. to make money because, you know, it's it, there's a bit of risk involved. So you yeah. really have to do your due diligence and your homework. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Jenny's speaking from experience. <laughs> <laughs> Still going through it. <laughs> yeah, but, and they also have to do it right, though. That's the, yeah. the big thing. Yeah. People all want to make money. Mm-hmm. They want to, yeah. you know, invest as little as possible. But if you're using like a mishmash of materials and it's not done properly, oh. buyers are going to see that and they're going to yeah. run, the, right? The trim work, so, all that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I always say I can tell a bad flip by baseboards. Yeah. That's right. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, the guy doesn't know how to do his 45s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, you'll, you, you know, if, if you took the time to do it right and yeah. spent that little bit extra, it, you'll, you know, it will and I'm gonna um, tell you, benefit you. Uh, downtown, I mean, there's so many people coming in from Toronto at this time because mm-hmm. they know that Hamilton is a good place uh, to do these flips and things like that. And I, I don't know if we're going into the next segment here automatically, but <laughs> um, but I'm going to tell you, I, I, there's so many people coming in thinking that they're investors now and that, that they're just going to do what everybody else does. Yeah. But there's a small handful of people that actually do a good job, yeah. right, right. you know, and yeah. uh, just because you flipped a house doesn't mean that you're good at what you do. Mm. Uh, so... There's lots of them out there, um, but they're not all. There's mm-hmm. most of them that aren't good. Mm-hmm. We'll get into flips in a second uh, or two, but if you have a question for Rob, you can send an email to questions at robgolfie.com. That's questions at robgolfie.com. We'll answer it on next week's show or future program. Find them online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G O L F I.com. Call them today at 905 575 7700. That's 905 575 7700. At Rob Golfie on Twitter and Instagram, and you can check them out on Facebook. Book as well. The key thing when you're buying a flip is that first of all, you got to make sure you're buying uh, the house at a at a decent price at the condition it's in, and and then what we do is we do an evaluation. So we talk to the to the uh, you know the guy that's buying it, mm-hmm. uh, the guy that wants to flip the property. Say, listen, what are you what are you going to do? We we give him suggestion. You know, if you do the kitchen, do this, put windows, this and this. We can sell this house for you in two months for this much money but but a lot of times when they're like we do an evaluation after like during saying listen if you put this in your house Mm -hmm. windows doors and all that kind of stuff this is what you can sell it for so if they follow those instructions Mm -hmm. they will do well but can i say that the deal when you're getting a flip is in the buy not in the sell so if you get it for a good price not at you know 330 and then you can sell it at 350 you need to get it at a good price Mm -hmm. and you don't want to overimprove. Uh, some areas are not the area where you're going to put granite or you right, know hardwood yeah. floors. You'll just put laminate. So you have to understand that part of it as mm-hmm. well. So you mm-hmm. can't just do whatever you feel like doing, mm-hmm. uh, wherever you feel like doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So regarding overimproving, is it just going to, um, you know, that particular home is not going to make sense in that neighborhood because it is so you know over the top. Well, sometimes people fall in love with, in in what they're doing. Right. Like meaning like. 
like all of a sudden they're you know they want this tile and this tile is more expensive than the other tile but they love that tile mm -hmm. now they're getting their emotions involved right, and okay. they don't realize they they're, they're there to you know to to make Take the house as beautiful as possible as least as possible right and uh, but they end up falling in love with this thing and this house and they go no 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 it's got to be this way it's got to be that way and and it and it end up costing them a lot of money mm -hmm. and they have to be careful like um, now flips are even harder than ever to get mm -hmm. because we got we got so many people asking us we want to buy a flip and then we got so many people that are buying these houses that are moving in so you got ten people that are putting offers on this right. and there's no the margins aren't so everybody's outbidding each other yeah. mm -hmm. and then it's too high and if you're buying it to live in it's one thing but if you're buying it and you need to flip it within three months that's another thing mm -hmm. I mean you can spend a little extra money if you're going to live in it I mean because you're going to get the equity sure. in five years yeah. uh, but these flippers it's the these flips are far and few between these yeah. days yeah there's yeah. Too, many, too, <laughs> many, too many people looking for them the best thing to do now is um, like if you're buying a property you buy it hang on to it as an investor like mm -hmm. and, and rent it out and then you have to deal with tenant yeah. issues of course after that yeah. <laughs> well Hamilton is a very transient city we've got a lot of uh, people going to s the school the hospital so yep. there's a huge rental market so mm -hmm. I mean if you can hold on to the property uh, for say five years you can get the equity out of it but mm -hmm. your money is sort of being held up at that point mm -hmm. yeah uh, is it easier to purchase a flip or an investment property in Hamilton we've kind of touched a little bit well the that. investment property is definitely the easy way like mm. when we have somebody looking for like there was a there was a i think a sixplex was it you that was had somebody an offer on on, yep. on the six did you you didn't get that deal or what happened yeah i've been uh no, not doing very good lately <laughs> have i <laughs> yeah no it was a, a competition even the multi-unit buildings are in competition mm -hmm. right now so do you know what it sold for uh yeah 801 wait a minute well, it's how old, much, it's how old for um i think it was uh, fifty thousand. Fifty thousand over asking. how much were they asking wow. um i think it was like 750 and they, oh wow! Yeah. So it sold. So there, I, and I, I, this was a nice building, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, it and it, it was a nice building. I, I, you know, it's something I would have been interested in. We went up. in firm too, and we yeah. still didn't get it. And then, yeah, <laughs> oh, wow. so every somebody else went fifty thousand higher, which the numbers don't make sense. So somebody, the caps, would, yeah, yeah the, the cap yeah. rate, and the cap rate's based on you know this, the the price of the building with the income of the of the rental, but the. Um, it didn't make sense. Like, I mean, they were pushing it, hmm. but there's investors out there and they got deep pockets. A lot and, of Toronto. And, and yeah. they just yeah. want, and, they, and they're coming here and they're like, wow, there's, you know, uh, sixplex for... Well, where eight. can you buy a building under a million dollars, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... And they're probably looking at it not necessarily as a five-year kind of no. investment. They're looking at a, you know, 20, well, 25, well, 30 it's, it's year. better right? than having your money in the bank, right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I think yeah. real estate's yeah. probably the number one... Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Most investment. most wealthy people come from wealth is because of owning real estate. Real estate. Right. Mm -hmm. All right, when we come back, uh, what's in store for Hamilton investors in 2017? And a whole lot more. You're listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. Homeward bound, I wish I was homeward bound. Home where my escaping home. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio this fine morning with Rob Golfie, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team, Jennifer Trejo and Monique McKay, both with the Golfie team also in studio with us today. Have a question for Rob? Email questions at robgolfie.com. Questions at robgolfie.com. The website, robgolfie.com. That's rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Call them today at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575. 7700 on Twitter and Instagram at Rob Golfie and check out the Rob Golfie Facebook page as well. So what's in store for Hamilton investors in 2017? 
lot of good things. I mean, we got developments happening. We got uh, buildings, uh, old buildings being converted into condos. Yeah. A lot of the you know older parts too, with the um, the commercial part of it too, they're starting to get bought up a lot from Toronto investors as well, mm-hmm. and they're just dumping in a whole bunch of money mm-hmm. uh, down there, just trying to change. You know the feel, the decor, everything. The go train, yeah. everything. Yeah. 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 It's going to be Gibson lofts are, yeah. are going on, on Barton. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so, so a, lot, a lot of things like they're making it easy to get in and out of Hamilton with uh, some of this uh, rail system that mm-hmm. uh, that they're putting out. But um, but the condos um, they are getting expensive. The they're pu- the the developers are pushing the market. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. And and the guys that are buying it. Uh, a lot of investors. I, I you know, like a fr- uh, my cousin bought, um, I think about two or three condos uh, about three years ago, and um, and he sold them. I think he sold them last year. Was it last year or early this year? Um, he didn't get the return that he thought he would hmm. on the condos. That this is here in Hamilton. No, no, this is in, this Toronto. Is in Toronto. Okay. So Toronto's been is getting saturated with condos. They've been building them like. And they're still building, and, and they're and still building. Like, yeah. like, so, so, like, because they what happens is you buy them now, and then they're built three, yeah. four years later. Right. So, um, his return on investment wasn't as good as he thought it would be, uh, just because there is a lot now, and uh, and because a lot of a lot of condos are owned by investors. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. who's buying these? Like, the condos at at uh, at Casablanca. There, you know, you got uh, three, four buildings going up uh, with three different builders. And, like, I was in line there with my son. He was going to buy a condo. He's moving into it. But 90% of them were people investing. Oh, I'm going to buy two. I'm going to buy one. I'm like... Like wow. who's going to fill these condos up when they w- well, when they come in? And then with Hamilton, with all the new ones that they are um, supposed to be building, uh, you know, you have a choice of paying for an expensive condo or you can buy yourself a detached house. Mm-hmm. They haven't really built too many condos in Hamilton in the past twenty five mm-hmm. years. So now mm-hmm. it's just a new thing co- happening for Hamilton, and uh, so everybody's jumping on it. Yeah. But I, you know what? I think you have to be careful if you're an investor. And you want to buy condos? I, I don't know. Like I mean, I can't predict the future, but I'm gonna tell you. I, I you know, I it's. I think it's gonna. You know, when you got 90% of people buying condos and that are investments, well, you have to fill those up. So yeah. everybody's gonna be either trying to flip it when when they take possession. Mm-hmm. So and it or rent it. Right. So now if they can't rent it because there's too many renters, too yeah. many too many empty units, everybody's gonna bring their rents down. Right. Mm-hmm. So everybody's gonna be trying to get that next renter because. Obviously, they're paying a mortgage on yeah. these places. You mentioned uh, the Gibson one, Stinson Lofts, Connolly, Royal Cannot's another one that they've... Uh, Acclamation. You know, Acclamation's the one another on one. The Main Street there. Oh, Main, yeah. main what? Yeah. yeah. Is there an over... Are we on the cusp of an oversaturation, or are, are we already there? You know what? It depends on the product that you're selling. Right. Like, you know what? Um, the ones that are think I think are doing well are the conversions, but mm-hmm. the the, mm-hmm. the old buildings being converted. People right. like that. The character. The yeah. character. Yeah. yeah. It's just... Um, and that and they're low rise buildings too, uh, like the ones uh, on Dundurn. Did you see the ones right across from the uh, the beer and liquor store there? Oh yeah, I think those are rentals, aren't they? Oh, was, oh I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I thought I thought those uh, were going to be uh, condos, but th- nice looking building. Yeah. You know, it's mm-hmm. you know they got high ceilings. 
Um, and you got your, you know, again, your GTA buyers coming. They love those. Mm-hmm. I mean, that they're coming here. Yeah, the Connolly is really nice with the with the church. The church. Yeah. That's, yeah, it's very unique, right? Yeah. And that appeals yeah. to people. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, but we but, need we need that. We need a revitalization. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, everything has been the same for such a long period of time, mm-hmm. and everything's old. It's time to make old new again. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds My like campaign. Yeah. 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 She's running for mayor. Just let you know. <laughs> Watch out, Trump. <laughs> <laughs> the. Uh, <laughs> Another development coming on probably in the next few years would be the Pier, uh, I think, I think is it Pier 8, Pier 4 development? Pier f- I think Pier 4. Uh, pier I four? think it's pier, pier 4. Is that mm. a restaurant near Pier 4? I don't <laughs> know. Pier <laughs> 1? <laughs> they're going yeah. to have, you know, affordable yeah. housing units. Yeah. They're going to have, you yeah. know, uh, uh, condo type a, of things. A certain percentage to yeah. uh, low, low income housing. And uh, that is going to be a beautiful development. Mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, by the water, everybody loves to live by the water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, well, do those kind of developments kind of spur on uh, um, similar developments in town, whether it's by the waterfront? or elsewhere well yeah it it, it, br- it does bring more people but the problem the problem there is like i mean again it's like if they build too many like how many high rise are they going to build sure. a- along there like like there's a, like you know city city hamilton what you know population wise we're, we're definitely the population is growing in hamilton yeah there's no mm-hmm. doubt about it you know um but how much more can we handle like you know what i mean like how, mu- how much more can the growth handle? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you know, people are commuting. Yeah. There's no doubt. Well, and that's why they're bringing in the LRT, too. Right? They have to. to. Right. As, you know, Hamilton grows, they need to think about, you know, getting people from... That Queen Elizabeth yeah. way is getting, yeah. back and becoming forth. a parking lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. all, yeah. all Day Go is going to be yeah. coming pretty soon. They're going to yeah. have, you know, the Go line basically connected with the LRT all the way to yeah. Stony Creek to Centennial yeah. Parkway. So yeah. there's going to be a lot of action in that kind of downtown East End hub. Oh, right? yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 All right, when we come back, uh, the golfy team and the experience that they have, we'll tell you about that. When we come back, you're listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. One last go-round here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. Rick Zamperin in with Rob Golfie, sales representative with REMAX Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. Our special guests today, Jennifer Trejo and Monique McKay from the Golfie team as well. Have a question? Questions at robgolfie.com is the email. Questions at robgolfie.com. Call them today at 905-575-7700. At Rob Golfie on Twitter and Instagram. Check out the Rob Golfie Facebook page and find them online, robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I dot com. The golfy team and the experience that you have. Vast, extraordinary, uh, deep There's and l- deep-rooted in the community. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Well, you guys are looking I, at me like, well, I, what's I, he uh, saying? Well, <laughs> yeah, well I, I'm, I'm proud to say that we've got more Google and Facebook reviews than any probably realtor in Ontario. So oh. we've got, I think, like 60 to 70, maybe even more, close to 100. Does that mean people like us? That means we're doing a great job. Are they all job. good reviews? They're yeah. all good reviews. They're okay, all good. 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 So and uh, so that means we're doing a great job. But uh, But... But talking about great job, Monique, we found out that we were wondering where our furniture was going in our office. <laughs> we found that she's a klepto. Yeah, yeah. She's been ta- she's been taking furniture and doing some staging work on this uh, uh, one of her clients there. So, so yeah, like, just every- going above and beyond here. Yes. yes. No, yeah, I was just saying to Rob. Actually, I have a, a table and chairs in a pickup truck in the parking lot downstairs or uh, down there because I'm taking it to one of my clients' houses uh, nice. for staging. But yeah. yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of staging, and I think you know any way we can help. I can tell that she's a big fan because we share an office together (laughs) and I walk into the office sometimes and there's a picture missing (laughs) or the drapes are missing or, you know, there's like some flower pot 
that that's moved somewhere else. Right, right. So she's constantly staging other people's properties. Yeah. But staging mm-hmm. is huge. I mean, that's a huge part of the selling aspect, right? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Um, I think it's it's very beneficial in, in certain homes and um, can can really help to sell a house. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm tell flip, you, flips are are great um, houses to stage. She as well. it goes like she likes to stage. We even had our own property that we were renting, and she I don't know how she did it. She got a couch down the stairs of a two story house all by herself, <laughs> a sectional wow. couch. So she does really take it very serious. <laughs> I'm small but mighty. <laughs> Monique, I think I think all what she's a hundred pounds. Oh wow! Holy cow! <laughs> but that experience, I mean, you've been at it since, you know, 97. Yeah. Uh, that that yeah. goes a long way because people look at that experience to say he's he's been doing it. He's been doing it a long time and he's been doing it well a long time. Yeah. Well, actually, I'll, I'll, I'll give you some of the stuff that we do above and beyond. So we, we listed a, a property out in uh, West Lincoln that has uh, they, they've got a five to six minute video, you know, of, of their property. Beautiful property. And, uh, you know, that they did themselves I, I think they tried so yeah they said to us oh you can use our video i said you know what i'd love to use your video but it it, it is long and mm-hmm. i and 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 the way the video was it it, it kind of drags it drags out like it's it takes forever to you know to to look at different parts of the house right and and it and it cost me five hundred dollars to do a drone video and also video throughout the house mm-hmm. so i mean believe me i would love to save five hundred dollars but i'm not doing any justice for my clients right. by trying to save money and cut corners and uh, and then put it on the market, and then we have problems not selling mm-hmm. it. But like usually our, our videos that we do, we try to uh, keep it uh, in tune with people to keep their attention on the video, and we go through the whole house, the property, and it, I think it's 20 acres, this property. Mm-hmm. And um, so we'll, we'll do like a minute, minute and a half the most, because and, and we can keep the uh, consumer engaged in this video yeah. the way we do it, mm-hmm. uh, instead of a long, drawn-out, yeah. five-minute video. The, it's the best videos I I've think. seen. Oh, it, yeah. Oh, there no they are yeah. they're amazing if you can houses. yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and it's like yeah you want to buy it um if you go to youtube um and just you know check out, check yeah. out the video they're they're fantastic our, our drone videos, yeah. we, 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 have, we have our own guy there's nobody that does as a great job mm-hmm, as this mm-hmm. and he actually um he's in miami a lot doing a lot of the high-end homes there too. Yeah. Interesting. Huh? and uh so like and he just did one on Tuesday for us. He can't, he just he just got back. I think uh, Monday night or something like that. And mm-hmm. we had him book for Tuesday to to mm-hmm. do it. Cause, he's amazing. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's spending a lot very of time talented around. guy. I mean, yeah. He just doesn't end up moving to Miami. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Better not. Yeah. like he does a fantastic. Yeah, job, I, I've but, seen a few yeah. of them on Facebook on your Facebook page, yeah. Yeah. and I like the fact that you, you don't only get like a scope of the house and around the house, the landscaping, but then you get that kind of neighborhood shot where the yes. drone yeah. is high up in the air and it's like, oh, this looks like a really yeah. nice place. Right? It's very yeah. edgy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you got the music going and the whole bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's great. Thumbs up all around. Um, just a, a question out of left field is when you are meeting with a client and they're looking at a home, is the first question you ask how long you want to stay in this home? Actually, that's a good question. But we don't ask We don't ask that, really. We actually, because we feel that that's the home. They're going to stay in for a while anyway? For a while yeah. anyway. Most Sometimes people move every five years now. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Not like our yeah. parents. They stay there for 60 years. Yeah. 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 Sometimes they'll, they'll let you know, like, oh, this yeah. is, you know, we're looking for our forever, forever house. Right, or, right. you know, this is our, you know, this is plan, our plan for, yeah, yeah. the next yeah. five years, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then they, they kind of give on. us an indication a little bit. But, yeah. But the middle, the ones that are going, like, you got your first time buyer moving in there. Usually they'll stay there for five years. They build some equity, then they go up to the bigger house. Right. 
the bigger house that they move into, they think that's going to be their final house, yeah. but it isn't. There, mm-hmm. there is two more final houses, maybe three. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the, yeah. yeah. Like, I, yeah, like I, <laughs> There's I mean, the bungalow, the downsizing, the bung- yeah. and then the condo. Or <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just different stages of life, divorce, yeah. Yeah. marriage. Right. Yeah. Kids, yeah. the whole thing. It, it, it changes all the time. Yeah. It, it, um, you know, you, you don't know. Sometimes we have people, oh, we've, we've, we've been living here, and you know what? It's too big for us. Yeah. We, we really want to go back to the smaller house. Yeah. yeah. Or sometimes people even think they're going to um, leave that house. You know, it's they have that five-year plan and they end up staying a lot longer right. than they anticipated, right? right? Yeah. So. They say that you have to drag them out on their deathbed before you all ever get them out of there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, they say, uh, well, the next move is that they're going to take me out of a pine box. Out of yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I get that a lot. And, uh, yeah, you know, especially because they're looking for that last house. That's right. the last step. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah. Mm. All right, good show. A lot of great topics uh, that we covered. Uh, we'll uh, catch up with you guys next uh, Saturday morning. You got it. All right. Great, Rick. Thanks. You've been listening Thanks, to the Hamilton Real Estate Show. We're back next Saturday at 9, right here on AM 900 CHML.